No, really. What are friends for? We are recording this episode on June. I don't know what day of June it is. It's still at the beginning of June, but it's hot as balls June out 10th. here. June and I'm <laughs> what? June 10th, double digits now. Oh, that is my co-host, Gabrielle Ruiz. I'm Pallavi Sastry. Hi, Gabrielle. How are you doing? <laughs> I am sweating in my little cotton dress, in my crotch and my boobs right now. Thank you for asking. But I love your little cotton dress. I actually, whenever you popped onto Zoom, I, that was the first thing I complimented about you. Oh my um, God, thank you. Yeah. What's the story behind that dress? It's my grandmother's dress, actually. Uh, we were able to, you know, pass down some stuff when she passed away. And my mother sent this to me and it fits like a glove. It honestly feels brand new, but it's legit vintage. There's no tag, nada, like mm. nothing in here. Like the, the it's, it's just so well made, you know? And um, yeah. I actually did, um, I did a reading of like Water for Chocolate, a workshop musical of the book last summer. And I was going to wear this on the first day. And Andrea Burns was like, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is it too much? She's like, a little bit. <laughs> That's amazing. Like I, just, I just brought it. I was like, I've got a Mexican dress. I am Mexican. The book is Mexico. It's all about Mexican people. I'm wearing my Mexican dress. And she was like, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> It's a little heavy handed, maybe. <laughs> but that's so, awesome. That's a good friend. That's a good friend for giving you that really heads up. Like, like, just, just cool it. Yeah, just cool it. Pump the brakes. But that's me, you know, um, as a friend. I, I appreciate when people ask me to pump the brakes because sometimes you don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and yeah, but a funny, fun coincidence though, your your the color of your dress kind of matches the lip that I'm wearing today. Girl, um, this as you know, lip this lipstick thing is like your thing. I don't know. I didn't mean for it to become my thing, but it's become my thing. And it's a perfect way for us to introduce our next guest on this episode, because this lip color is called artist. Mm -hmm. And I can't think of a better way to welcome our friend who is an actress, producer. She's a singer. She's a songwriter. She plays like a million instruments. She has so many talents and she's a humanitarian, a wonderful, wonderful heart. Yvette, Gonzalez Nasser. <laughs> Hi, my friends. <laughs> Hello, Welcome mommy. To the show. Thank you. So excited to be here with you guys. Um, so you are a Los Angeles resident still living in the New York City area. Is that correct? That's right. Girl, correct. how are you doing? Girl. Do you I mean, here's the deal that people need to know is Pallavi and I are transplants from New York. We both were there for an estimate of 10 years or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yvette leaves Los Angeles, a very successful actress in many of the things. She leaves her Hades town for Broadway and she had to finish her contract a few weeks early to, to escape COVID-19 on Broadway, basically like all the theaters did. And you have not been able to come back home yet. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You said it. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> else. <laughs> no, but, but from that is, how are you? How are you doing? How many weeks has it been? lost track of time at this point I know it's June 10th because I heard you say it but <laughs> <laughs> but it's been crazy I mean I've been actually hunkered down in New Jersey because I'm like mm -hmm. I'm living here right now but um it's it's insane I mean it's just like being away from people for so long has been really hard and I've definitely had moments of cabin fever and just mm -hmm. losing my mind but now it's like I find moments of productivity and moments of 
freedom and moments of, well, let's use this time wisely and let's try and learn those things you said you wanted to learn and, you know, just try my best. But um, good news, I booked a voiceover job and I'm going to LA at the end of July. Oh, praised so, all the bees. We can have a party. <laughs> oh, Which I'm we, so- can't, we can't wait to see you. Like, seriously, like it feels, it's very out of body in a way to not have you here. Because what's funny is like, you know, another one of our close friends lives in your house now, right? I know, yeah. <laughs> so we might be roommates for a little while when I get back. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's pretty insane. Have you guys been able to see each other at all or are you? Well, there was the first time I saw Paula, maybe it was like week three of stay at home orders where she dropped off cookies and like, I almost Aww. lost my emotional mind. Like I, I didn't realize <laughs> how much I missed her, you know, because you're like yeah. just kind of in survivor mode for a while and you're, and as entrepreneurial artists, we know how to pivot very well and very quickly. So that was fine, but it was just also like, you know, death was at the door for everybody. If you didn't stay home and at that point of this stay at home order in March, you know, now we're learning so much more and everything just changes for every week. But that's the first time I saw Pallavi and Leela, my dog ran up to her and she was like, I, and I seeing Leela's emotions that I couldn't actually like express uh, physically. I realized how much I missed my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I do have to say, Yvette, like one thing that you're really good about is you do reach out. And I, I have to say like of everybody, um, of all of my friends, like you are the first to just be like, I'm thinking about Pallavi. I'm going to FaceTime her. And I've gotten mm-hmm. so many wonderful, like unexpected FaceTime calls from you. And I wish I could uh, like answer all of them. That's how good about it you are. It's like, you're very instinctual in that way. Mm-hmm. And I have to thank you for that because it also pushes me to do the same thing whenever I'm thinking about somebody. So yeah, I mean, well, I, I don't know if, if is, has that been like your way of like coping and keeping in touch with people? I mean, I think I've kept in touch with some people like that. The yeah. FaceTime bomb, you just like throw it on people and they don't know it, they don't see it coming. But it's actually something that sometimes I don't really talk about it because it's not a topic of conversation, but I kind of struggle with because it's that fine line of I want to give people space to do what they need to do. And I also want people to know that I love them and that I'm thinking about them. So, you know, it's, it's striking that balance when you're not in someone's day to day. Yeah, where you're still a part of their life and you can still share with them as much as you can. Um, mm. So it's it's tricky. And and you in Los Angeles live two minutes from me. Yeah, and it two took minutes. a lot sometimes with our regular pre-pandemic schedule, like when you know back in the day when sunny when things were simple and we were young and unafraid. But you know it was it was a time like to be able to see you sometimes was difficult or sometimes we felt like, you know, for your birthday, your October birthday party, sometimes like for me, it wouldn't work out. And, and I have to say when we would see each other, it was just the, the, the fun, beautiful memories are actually in your house because you make it so welcoming and so open. And so I can't wait to get back to that and really, and and it was, it was, it was a reality check to realize how much I took advantage of that, you know, with not being able to make more effort to, even if I was driving by that Chase Bank, I would just, I should just stop by and just say hi, you know? Oh and so yeah. I, 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 swear, but I know you were so that. busy with your show too, though. I mean, you were <laughs> busy doing crazy acts, yeah, so yeah. it's hard to. <laughs> right. And it's that balance, you know, of like, am I making the effort? Am I not making enough of the effort? Because moving from New York to Los Angeles, I realized I did lose some friendships due to my New York schedule of being just exhausted and I wouldn't make time. And so Los Angeles gives me a lot more 
you know, offers me more time to rest and have a lot more energy. So I'm curious of like, have you made any new friendships in New York that you've kept in touch with? Was it different, like styles of how to get together versus LA? Well, it was a little hard because last year during, you know, the run of Town, we're doing shows every night. Mm -hmm. So if we hang out, it would be during the daytime or in between shows if you have the same show schedule with friends or things like that. Right. Uh, But for the most part, then your time off is so precious that you're like, I have to do (laughs) just really, really basic things like laundry and get groceries and pay my bill, you know, just basic things. Um, Cook in my kitchen. But I saw you cook in my kitchen. I mean, that's rare. It's happening now. I've learned to bake (laughs) like everybody else. Um, but uh, no, I mean, I find like it's it's definitely easier to get together in L.A. for some reason. And it's mm. easier to have spontaneous hangs in New York. So that's well, I mean, Gabrielle and I've talked about this at length. It's just the 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 mere choice of living in New York City and living your life in New York City um, is is a lot more laborious. Like it takes a lot to just get through the day. So that's why it's hard to, you know, muster up the energy to prioritize any other social time. It's like, you know, when you're just commuting, you're not by yourself in your car, you're with hundreds of other people, right? So it's just different. And it takes a lot out of you just to, uh, and I remember when I visited you in November, actually, you said, you really want to, you really have to want it bad to live here is what you said. I will never forget that. (laughs) It's so true though. It's so true. And the thing is where I was living, which is Inwood, which is Mm -hmm. not a, it's a cute area, but it's, there's something about that particular trek that's so, Mm. it takes so much out of you. (laughs) And after you do a show and then you you have to make the trek and then you get home and you have to walk home. And it's just, it's so much that, yeah, I think it's cold and it's snowing and it's wet or it's, it's all the things and it's not that enjoyable. Like if you live right next to your work, then it's amazing mm-hmm. and it's high pace and it fills you up. But after being there a year, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's starting to make me tired. And It's um, starting to make you tired. But I noticed, this is going to be interesting, when I moved to New Jersey, I feel so much better. Like even mm-hmm. when I would go to work, because I moved here on New Year's Eve, I think. No, mm-hmm. New Year's, yeah, Eve. Um, and getting to the city is so much faster. And then you're on the oh, wow. bus, so you can use your cell phone, you can use your Wi-Fi versus your, you know, that subway yeah. reception is so shoddy. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's so great because you could use that time to like stay in touch with people and have a personal life in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that actually helped a lot. I think location is really big if you're going to take on the challenge of living in New York. <laughs> well, it seems like your move to New Jersey also came at the right time. Uh, I mean, Obviously, like, you know, the world changed after you moved to New Jersey. But at the same time, what you're talking about, you're like finding this like more like it's more peaceful for you, it seems like. And like, so I want to use that opportunity to go into our first segment of the show that we do called Insta Friends versus Reality. Insta Friends are reality. Yeah. We, uh, Gabrielle and I, actually, we talked about this post before even asking you to come onto the show because we were in so much awe of your skill of painting. You have this painting up and um, Gabrielle, maybe you can tell me the date of the post so everybody can go find it on Yvette's Instagram. But this painting is just so beautiful. And we, first of all, we know you really well and we did not know you could paint. So my first question is, are you a painter and we just didn't know it? No, I mean, I, I, I am not a painter, but I like, to paint. And I think one of the reasons I like to paint is because I'm not supposed to be a painter. 
So I'm not supposed, there's no pressure to be good. So mm. for example, I can't draw people's faces. And so a lot of times I'll challenge myself. And actually you all have been to my house so many times. There is like five paintings that have gold in the back and I did them all. Even. And one of them is my roommate. <laughs> one of them is like this lady with blue hair. And it's like, but there's no pressure to be good at it. For yeah, the but record, see, I think that's- for the record, <laughs> that is not the norm of how people feel right. they should paint because I won't even try because when I paint right. it, I just get blocked. You don't get blocked mentally. You actually still can right. go, you can persevere through that challenge. And that's, that's amazing. Well, I think it's also finding, I don't know if this is an artistic trick, but finding the pocket of time when you're not going to be inhibited because everyone has blocks. So what happened was that was actually a print that I had gotten from my house where I'm living now. And then they sent a second one because the first one was like, there was like a little chip on the side. So I thought, well, this is a framed canvas. I can use this and recycle it. So I just paint, it was pink for like a long time. It was just pink. And then it said the title of a book that I was listening to on Audible and I was like inspired by it. So I just wrote the title. This is hanging in my wall for like a week or two weeks. And then finally I was like, I think I need to just go ahead and paint this thing. But I had to like almost prep myself to do it. And then I just did it late at night and then the end. What time, what time did you do it? What time did you start? I mean, it was probably... I probably started around like 12. Oh my God. You bet. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm and a night I mean, owl. You know, well, no, you also, you just like, don't you judge are, me. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that it's judgment. It's just, again, it's like this awe that we have of like, you have like inspiration strikes and you act right away. It's like you, you're literally like, you know, your thoughts literally come onto paper or they turn into music or they turn into a song. And it's, it, it really is like an amazing thing to watch. Is that okay for us to keep bonding over you in this way? Yes. Like, yeah. yes. Because I'm in awe of both of you. So <laughs> honestly, it's fine. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I'm glad you liked it and it didn't come out crazy looking. <laughs> um, Not crazy at all. You, I mean, this could be duplicated over and over and over like at freaking what's that store like bed bath and beyond you know like they just like reprint them and stuff like it's so good yes. it's so good Thank you can you. have this on wayfair okay like you could have this well and the let's fact contact that, wayfair <laughs> like a little bit of because mama hustle. needs a job just kidding mama, needs a job. mama got a job she's coming home but that post for our, our, our viewers and our uh, followers is may 19th on yvette's instagram go look at it it's fantastic <laughs> and here's the deal in the middle of all of this catching up every time I catch up with Yvette it's like I decided to take a course I decided to and I decided that I don't like it and I'm just like what like I I barely I I, I didn't even I forgot like my second bag in the apartment like I'm just happy that I remembered to go back up the stairs to get that and like you are just this student of life that is just so amazing to watch and my question to you is is when we oogle over you and like pronounce like all of these amazing like jaw-dropping you know exclamations for you how does that actually make you feel like do you do you do you have any sort of reply response that is is vulnerable anyway or how does it make you feel I mean how does it make it makes it feel so good obviously because you guys are feeding my my heart and my ego but Mm -hmm. I also feel so much the same I mean I feel the same about both of you I'm like wow they're so amazing they're these powerhouses and they're talented but also businesswoman and you know so I feel like it's like I see it but I don't feel like yes go on (laughs) I just feel the same way about both of you it's like I feel like maybe that's um 
I don't know, I guess when you're friends with someone, but you can see the other person and you can mm. appreciate the other person. And it's nice to be seen, but I also know that I see you as well and I appreciate you as well. So it feels beautiful. The feelings are mutual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You said what I just said in three minutes in one word. <laughs> well, listen, what are fun for? <laughs> to finish each other's exactly. sentences. Gabrielle, can you believe it is the end of 2020? Ugh, and it's been a doozy, Paula V. Ups and downs, and then even more downs. But we at What Are Friends For like to take all of those feelings and turn them into meaningful conversations that focus on growth, love, and joy. That's right. And the most joyful thing we look forward to every month are our live shows on Patreon. Hey, Hey, Patreon. Patreon. Our monthly live shows are exclusively available on four, one, two, three, four different tiers on our Patreon page. And those tiers start as low as $2 a month. And the content and the perks just keep getting better with each tier. But this guest lineup for the rest of 2020 is Fierce. OMG, Fierce.com. We've got Wicked's longest-running alphabet, Jackie Burns in October, Emmy Award nominee Janet Varney in November, and a grand finale in December with my OG hashtag girl group forever squad from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. That's right, Donalyn Chaplin, Vela Lavelle, and Rachel Bloom will join us for my birthday group hang. I am so lit already. It's going to be so much fun. So if you guys want to get in on the action, visit www.patreon.com slash podcast. That's W-A-F-F podcast. Between the vodcasts, the podcasts, and the live shows, there are just about a bajillion ways for you to get a dose of WAF. Yeah, and the sooner you join, the sooner you can watch because you not only get to join the live shows live, they're also available for you to watch forever. So if you miss it, binge it later. Slay! Once again, all that action is at www.patreon.com slash podcast. We are so grateful to you, WAF fam, for keeping this show going. Couldn't do it without you. Now back to off. Well, we miss you physically. Even like if you were here, then we wouldn't be seeing you, ironically, because of everything. But things are things are relaxing and lifting phases here in Los Angeles. Um, I'm sure there are in Jersey, but the fact that you're coming home is definitely worth celebrating in some way or another. Because we did have a Zoom call with a group of girlfriends, and that was like the painting. That was when you were studying something and graduating something. Well, I got, actually, I just got it two days ago. I was um, studying for project management and I decided I don't like it and I haven't even done it yet, but I got my (laughs) diploma. (laughs) So anyway. (laughs) You also told me the other day when we were talking about you coming onto the show, you said that the, you were thinking about going back to get your master's in psychology and I can't remember the other thing. International relations. There you go. There you go. Well, psychology, I've always been interested in in, in just that topic in general, it's always fascinated me. And now, because everything seemed to be shut down for the year, although that's changing because I booked a horror film. What? <laughs> so, like, things are, <laughs> people are starting to shoot things. People, you know, TV and film is starting to get back on its feet little by little. Theater is definitely shut for the year from what I hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was having these, um, I was trying to just face reality, right? The new truth being you have to maybe do something else for work. And mm-hmm. then so I was thinking, well, I could just get a job at Bed Bath & Beyond and sell my painting. <laughs> or I could like 
<laughs> or I could figure out a way. Just make my own prints and stock that <laughs> the Just open up that Etsy you account. Know, hello. Um, or I was like, well, or I could do something that is more meaningful or something that's um, more of a serious side hustle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although I did some research. Let me not talk about <laughs> No, tell us about this. Spill, spill the artistic well, tea. No, I was just looking up like, well, what are the best schools in psychology? You know, and okay. one of them was Harvard. So I've, I've been speaking to the Harvard Extension. I'm like, okay, what would it take? What are the, like, what scholarships are available? That kind of thing. But the reality is like doing something like that it might be a couple years of a program. But if our world opens back up, then we might not be available to continue that program or give that program what it needs. So it really is more of a full-time job and not a side hustle. And that's hard for me to like understand sometimes, like we don't have all the time in the world. <laughs> so I might, I'm, I'm still just doing my research on if that's even going to be possible, but that, and then international relations, just because with everything that's happening in the world, I was like trying to figure out a way to get more involved in a, you know, meaningful way. And anyway, but that's such that's that are like we don't have time. Discussing. We don't have time for Harvard. That's what we discovered in this conversation. We don't have time for Harvard. That's what we discovered. <laughs> I turned them down, you guys. <laughs> You're like, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, my question to you also is like, do you ever feel? Uh, depleted with all of these things. Like that's just an honest question because I, I do find myself having to say no more often also because I mean, I'm a mom now. So like there's a, there's a clear boundary there, but my question is always like it. Cause I, I love to learn new things and I love to try new things and yes, check the boxes, whatever. But my, like, it just, it just feels like you're on another level. So my question is like, do you ever feel depleted? Not by learning. Mm. Um, I feel depleted sometimes when I feel a lack of connection. Okay. And, and it'll make me sad. And so that will actually take me away from being productive. Hmm. But when I can get over those feelings, then I'm like, okay, like, you know, you have to understand it or, fig- you know, or make do something about it or whatever it is. But once I can get over those feelings, and that's my hump and that drains me, right? Then I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's make things. And I, I like to create. I like to create with friends. I like to learn about things. And that fills me up. And hmm. that gives me a sense of purpose. And that is not the part that's depleting to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Which, which reminds me of how I introduced you to Pallavi was actually at your own house in Los Angeles at a clothing that's swap right. that you hosted for me. And awesome. it was your idea. <laughs> you were the mastermind behind all the beautiful friendships. <laughs> and you were the incredible host. And I, what I love about clothing swaps is like, it's girly. And it's, it's also nice to purge because that's like a huge type A empowering moment for me is like getting rid of things you don't need. Okay, Maria Kondo, I was doing this ages ago. And yes, girl. <laughs> I still haven't watched the show. I'm like, I know. I know what to do. Okay. And <laughs> I'm such a All snob. Right. And so um, it's just so fun. And also to introduce people to each other versus like career-based, which also like, which is why I like uh, doing vision board stuff. And um it was so much fun to introduce you to with another girl, with a, with a few other girlfriends and whatnot. And like pulling back a few more moments, I mean, a few more weeks before that, I don't know how long we were friends at that point and how this happened where you were going to host, but I just came up to you at like a party and I was like, the flower in your hair is just so pretty. And you were like, did you do in the Heights? Cause I did in the Heights. And then we were like, ah! Yes, I'm so happy that you said that because that really was the turning point 
that we could be we were able to become friends because I saw you at that party and I was like telling my boyfriend at the time I was like oh my gosh that girl she was in, in the high and she's super cool but I don't like know her and I want to oh. say hi but I don't want to be weird and then you said that and I was like yeah I don't have to be weird yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was great. I was so grateful. <laughs> oh, well, I, there was another, there's another, um, guest on our show, Carly Hughes, that I'm sure, you know, too, she, uh, I approached her at a party without any fear at all. I'm, I'm pretty like, nah, whatever. If they don't, if they don't want to talk to me, it's fine. And just like, I have no fear to be weird. <laughs> but also you no. have your moves. You're like, I'm going to see this awesome person who's going to be a good friend at a party. And I'm going, <laughs> what's that thing we have in Go. common? Get on IMDB real fast. Oh no. <laughs> no, I'd have to do that with you. It was just like that. I just had to just compliment your look, your look, your red carpet you. look on your red flower. It was like this gorgeous flower. I got to find that picture. Maybe we'll put it on our uh, website so oh, we can, right. so people can see that photo. And, um, but I just, it was just so special. You're, you're a part of our girl group that Paula V and I to each other brag about all the time. <laughs> all the time. We're As just well, so proud should. of it. <laughs> yeah, we're just so proud of it because like it, it it all happened so quickly and so but like it happened quickly because it was it felt it feels meant to be it was very seamless it was very easy. Um, also like, I think like all of us met in our thirties. So we just like, we don't have time for any bullshit. Like it's just, you know, like it's time. Like, I like you. Cool. Let's hang out. Like it's, it's well, very, <laughs> it's very simple in my opinion. Um, right. but yeah, before that, I remember like, I used to be exactly like I, I totally, um, relate to what you were saying, Yvette, about being weird at a social gathering and like walking up to somebody and like, what do I say? You know, like, cause there's so many like standard things that you could say, what do you do? Well, what do you do? You know, like it's, and it's like, oh, God, snooze, boring. And, you know, one of the things that like I tried to change up in my thirties is like, I try to ask people what keeps them busy instead of what do you do? Because hmm. you don't know what kind of answer you're going to get out of that question. Like what keeps That's you good, busy? Yeah. Right. Cause then if they say something like, Oh, I love to cook. I was like, Oh, great. That's an opening. And then you just like talk about something that doesn't feel so like, you know, network, networky, you yeah, know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> so, I mean, I just, I love that we all, we all became friends outside of the industry and we got to know each other, you know, stealing each other's clothes. So, yes. <laughs> I can't wait till we can do that again too because I, I have my bag ready for the swap I should bring it to LA we should just do it I'm just saying <laughs> I have um, collected garments but I have to say we miss you and it's good to see you it's good that we have zoom because it has been a nice catalyst to actually see you before you come back and it's been it was it was also I mean it was wonderful that both Paul and I were actually able to make some trips to New York and actually not only just see you in the show of Hades Town, but you know, hang out with you because Paul V was able to like sleep on your couch. I know. Mm-hmm. Can I just say that was like one of the highlights? Actually, no, she slept in the bed, which I'm not sure which one was more comfy because the couch was pretty good too. <laughs> but it was such a highlight for me every time like I would see you guys like in New York and just at the show or whatever it was. Like it was, it just filled my heart to see like a piece of home mm. in this. Hmm. moment of being a transplant <laughs> but also you you know we were transplants here and you taught us how to make home here so that's definitely what our friends for a moment that you have like a plus 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 yay sorry, um, sorry. <laughs> before we do our last segment I actually have one more Yvette story that I it's actually more vulnerable for me to share this story than it might be for Yvette but it's just a wonderful Yvette 
like it's got Yvette's flavor and love all over it. So remember, Yvette, you and I went to go see A Star is Born at the theater, right? Like whenever that movie came out. Yeah, that's right. And I spent the night with you. And the next morning we went to a cafe across the street from your house. And then an old flame of mine walked into that cafe. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, <don't- laughs> I love this story. That's right. And it was just like, I think that sort of like, I have to tell you like that day, like being there with you and reacting in the way that I did, because he walked in the door and he was with his wife and I was just like, oh, I don't, I don't know how to feel about this right now. And I got all bent out of shape and like, I just wasn't expecting to, for that to happen a, because it was unexpected, but, um, and you were like, just walk over there, just walk over there. And then like, I went over there and I said, hi, it was very nice. I came back. And then Yvette, you were like, Girl, you got up and you strutted <laughs> over there, and then you got up and proceeded to show the whole restaurant how I walked <laughs> over there. I was like, it I was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. I was like, y'all models, y'all, everybody better watch out. She's coming. <laughs> She's coming. It was no, so but, great. I was no, but the fact that you stood up and like showcased it with reckless abandonment, like, with, with just abandonment of art, artistic yes. abandonment. And that is also you, Yvette, like you'll go up and just be like, this is it. And then just sit down again. And everyone just like gets the, the waft of like Yvette's amazingness. They're like, what just, what magic butter? I mean, you're like a hummingbird. Is that like, too much? Should I stop that? Is no, this a see, good that's mo- the like thing. a learning moment? <laughs> no, that's the thing about you. That's what we love as a friend. It's so wonderful to have a friend like that because not everyone should be like that not everyone is that's not their way of doing things and when you do it it reminds me to just like chill out and have some fun <laughs> at a cafe and do a strut yeah well it was but- amazing so it had to, I had to try to like <laughs> try to imitate that <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for seeing me that way thanks for holding me up that day because that was just like it, it I usually am not somebody to get knocked off my, my, you know, knocked off kilter at all. And like, you know, you were there for me that day and I will like, it, it's a funny story yet. Also, it really meant a lot to me to share that day with you, that moment. Uh, with you. <laughs> I love that moment. And you did great. I was so proud of you because he was looking at you too. He was like, you guys saw each other. So it would have just been awkward. So you were <laughs> the bigger person. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and, and with that, we're going to end with our final segment. Lightning one. And what's going to happen here is, uh, Yvette, I'm going to ask you some like 20 question style lightning round. Just answer as instinctively as you can, which you're beautiful at doing in life period. And then Paula B will ask the final question at the end. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yvette, how long is your longest friendship? My whole life. And how do you stay in touch? Uh, well, right now with FaceTime and Zoom, actually really FaceTime and Skype. How do you enjoy staying in touch talking. is also like a question and a follow-up. I mean, when we're not quarantined, hanging out and just like doing really basic things together, it doesn't have to be like, let's have lunch, although that's always fun. Uh, but just doing an errand together or mm. talking about what, or taking a walk or, you know, anything that just has to do with spending time and connecting on an intimate level, you know? In one word, what type of friend are you? Uh, for example, are you the problem solver, the cactus, the listener? Are you blunt? Are you needy? I just pick one word. <laughs> you can do a hyphenate. We'll take a couple. <laughs> oh, geez. I have to think about this. Um, I think I'm, I don't want to say unconditional because that sounds so like, but I have, hmm. Oh, this is a hard question. I don't know. <laughs> but I, that, I love that word though, that I think it does describe you. Yeah. I would say I'm blunt, but I'm like, but I have, 
unconditional love from my friends. Like I'm always mm. there. I, what's the word? Help me out, guys. <laughs> no, unconditional. That's great. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> and the second to last question, Yvette, is what do you want to do better as a friend? I don't know how to do it, but I want to have more intimacy with friends. Like I want to have more, um, be somehow more in the day-to-day of my friends. Cause I feel like we all get so caught up in our lives and, and that's fine, but I'd like to figure out a way to be, uh, maybe just more available or even if it's me reaching out or just finding out a way to like how to create that space for, I don't know, I guess just having more connection on a, more regular basis. Wonderful. And then the final question, Yvette, is what are friends for? What a beautiful question. <laughs> I think friends are are there to like love each other and support each other and build each other up and be a reflection for each other when we need it. And uh, yeah, and to be family if we need it and just to to be able to share everything good bad and ugly and to still love each other through it all and to build each other up i think is amazing mm, i love it i love you we both. hope you felt built up during this episode <laughs> oh my gosh i am ready to face the world i'm like <laughs> i gotta <Yeah>. go guys <laughs> so like are you gonna pick up a new craft today like are you gonna go parasailing or what are you gonna do today that's new and by the way all these like new crafts i only get to do all this stuff because we're in this time that we Fair even enough. have the time to do it i know but i'm taking a class on Berkeley online, uh, Berkeley music. I'm so I'm taking guitar (laughs) and I'm not very good, but, um, yeah. So I have to turn in my homework assignment for what's your homework assignment. What is your homework? It's really hard. I'll show you. Oh my God. (laughs) My last one took so long. And finally I was like, look, it's not perfect. I just got to turn it in, (laughs) but it's fun to be officially learning guitar. Cause I think I always wanted to do that. So Mm. that's that's what I shall be doing. Well, we can't wait for you to play your first song for us. (laughs) On your multi-camera with the, with your other instruments and with your voice and your alto and your soprano and all that. We can't wait to see the whole video. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, I love you both. It's so nice to you guys. Take care. Thank you for jumping coming on the show see you guys next time one two three four this episode was produced by team access productions and fastnickel inc our supervising producer is philip pasanchin our consulting producers are kathleen cho and megan densmore our production assistants are eva ratcliffe and bailey disler our podcast artwork is created by aishwarya sukesh Original music is by Joey Sherman, and our digital content director is Susie Cabello. Special thanks to Alex Udome, Samantha Weiner, and Hari Sabitala. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening to it now. This helps our show's visibility, and it helps us keep making it for you. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at WAF Podcast. That's W-A-F-F Podcast. And to find links to our exclusive vodcasts, attend our virtual live shows, or even leave us a voice message, visit WAFPodcast.com. We truly appreciate you all checking in with us online. But you know that friend that you've been like, ugh, I really haven't checked in with them in a while. Go do that. Yeah, go do that now. <laughs>